0: This is a bonus episode of the Rental Income Podcast. And now, Dan Lay. Lay.
1: I've got Larry Meyer from Kansas City joining us on today's bonus episode. Larry, you've been investing in rental properties for 40 years. You've seen good times. You've seen bad times. You've seen low interest rates. You've seen high interest rates. And over the last year, the interest rates have been going up and they've gone up quite a bit. My question for you is: Is it still possible to make money buying rental properties with the rates being as high as they are today?
2: Well, it it, it is. Uh, you know, you, you, there's always something out there that's going to put a pause. I can't find materials at Home Depot, so why why uh, do a rehab right now? Well, you go find them. Uh, so if interest rates are high, you just have to make sure you have a deal that's good enough where you still cash flow uh and and then rates as everything is cyclical will come back down you refinance and uh you know and you're off and running again so i wouldn't let uh you know this is just a a, a a speed bump and i wouldn't let those stop you
1: it sounds like what you're saying is that you need to control what you can control and if the interest rates are high right now you can't do anything about that you can't change the interest rates But what you can change is the price that you're buying the property for. So if your numbers don't work, you just need to buy the property at a lower price.
2: Oh, correct. It's, uh, you know, you have to work backwards on everything. And the person you're dealing with, uh, the seller, he's going to realize that uh, I need financing for this. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, a rental property has to cash flow. And you've got your projections on, do you want a 20% return, 10%, wherever your, your numbers are. And and it, it, there's no emotion. It either works or it doesn't. And you need to convey that to your seller uh, that says, look, this is just a numbers thing. Here's where I need to be at. Um, you know, this is all I can pay. And, and then you move on.
1: So you don't think it's a bad idea to buy a rental property today then?
2: No, because... Um, Everything is cyclical, and it, it, you know, you're. It's the old adage, you know, you make your money, uh, you know, when you sell the pro, or when you buy the property. I think is the way it goes, mm-hmm. and you know, you always have to buy it right, uh, and then you just have to work in your costs and make sure that you're getting the return on your investment that you're looking for, and and then wait till rates go down, which they will, and then um, uh, you know, refinance, and and then you move on.
1: So if if you buy a property that cash flows today and wait for rates to go down and you're able to refi at a lower rate, your property is going to be even more profitable in the future, right?
2: Well, of course. Plus, you know, real estate will always appreciate. You know, at, at different rates, some quickly, some not so quick. But you know, you're you're also buying a uh, an asset that's going up in value rather than a car or you know, anything else. Um, so it's, it's, it's still a wise investment. You just have to be careful on what you're doing.
1: I think Larry's got some really good wisdom right there. And on today's bonus episode, we're going to talk more about this. I'm going to bring on Shaylee Ridge from Ridge Lending Group and talk to her about how the rules to buying rental properties have really kind of changed over the last few months. I'm going to see how we can profit and how we can still buy rental properties and make money in today's environment. So let's take a really quick break. We'll thank our sponsors. We'll come right back and we'll talk to Jaylee. Do you worry about your renters breaking their lease? Or even worse, what if they simply stop paying their rent? Well, I have good news for you. There's insurance for that. I'm Jesse Schmidt, Senior Vice President of Sales here at The Guarantors. You may remember me from Dan's bonus episode back on September 15th, 2022. Is This Better Than a Security Deposit? The Guarantors guarantees your leases, protecting your rental income against rent defaults, vacancy loss, lease breaks, holdover, apartment damage, and more. This is all at no cost to the property owner. Your tenants pay for the insurance premium, leaving you to sleep better at night with one less worry. Within minutes, you can enroll your rental properties today with the Guarantors by visiting theguarantors.com. Again, that's theguarantors.com. If you want to learn more about our platform, check out the bonus episode from September 15th, 2022.
0: Every second counts when you're having a stroke. Any delay in care can shorten or end your life. At Cooper University Healthcare, the region's leading academic health system, we treat stroke patients right in the emergency room, which shortens the time to critical stroke care. Our new neurointerventional suite in the emergency room is the first of its kind in the nation. It's a unique approach that will save lives. Expert stroke care, quicker than ever. That's what we call brain power. Cooper, committed, compassionate, complete. Rental Income Podcast.
1: I feel like for the last 10 or 15 years, it was pretty simple to do the math that if you bought a good property in a good neighborhood and you followed the 1% rule, there was a pretty good chance that you were going to cash flow. With the rates being higher, should we be throwing the 1% rule out the window? Like, does that work anymore?
3: You know, I think it's going to be very market-specific. We still see some of the 1% rule, but I would just start factoring 90%. Um, But otherwise, yeah, you you need to maybe just dial it down a little bit so that you can account for those higher interest rates. I'll tell you this, though, too, Dan. I'm still seeing the cash flow. So I might want to just comment to everybody listening that it's not to the degree that we have become used to, right, setting the, the expectation or changing the expectation a little bit It's not going to be $350 or $400 for that single family, modestly priced house. It might be $250 now. So in any case, I'm still seeing, I do not see negative cash flow properties when they come across my desk, even at the higher rates. All
1: right. Now, let me talk to you about this because I feel like there's always an opportunity in any market and we're in a changing market right now with the interest rates going up. Do, do you feel like there's going to be a big opportunity down the road when the rates start to come down, where, where maybe you're making 250 or even 200 bucks a month now at today's interest rates, but when the rates start to come down, you're, if, if you refinance, you're going to get a huge bump in your cash flow.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a perfectly timed point, actually. And, and certainly, um, I, I've been saying a lot lately, when interest rates go up, they don't stay there. When they go down, clearly, they don't stay there. There's a lot of factors that, that I would add to that, that comment. Yes, we fully expect a, a good re- refi boom in the coming months, years, right? Let's just say a year, year and a half, perhaps, Um, So be looking for that, guys. You'll be refinancing and reducing your interest rates, maybe harvesting some equity. But remember, you should be appreciating your rents all along. So if you started at $1,000 a month today, and while rent appreciation has been on fire the last couple of years, that is also going to start to to stabilize which is a good thing right not sustainable the the values and appreciations that we've seen across the country not sustainable and i think that if they were to continue we'd be facing a whole slew of other significant issues but um knowing that rents are going to continue to increase just more modestly so maybe be using two or three maybe five percent annual appreciation on your rents i think would be fair uh check with the the local agents and and people that you're dealing with. But yes, to your point, absolutely, we're going to see interest rates come down. You'll have lots of opportunity to refinance at that point. But you should also be appreciating those rents along the way, I think is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, you know, I I feel like I'm looking at deals the wrong way. That when I'm looking at a property, I always look at what's the cash flow that it's going to make today. But I feel like factoring in the future cash flow is important that, I'm going to refi at some point, and I'm going to make money there. And the rates are going to go, the rents are going to go up. So, like, do you think that that's something that investors really should be looking at? Is not just the cash flow today, but what your cash flow in the future could be?
3: Yeah, real estate inherently is a longer burn play, right? This is this is a long term investment. It's not a short, quick term. It's not like a, a fix and flip, right? Where you're getting your return very quickly. If uh, any of you, again, listening, if that's what your formula is, if you're just looking at what it's going to do for you today, I would encourage you to rethink that um, mindset. Um, Absolutely, Dan, to your point, you need to be looking at not only what's going to happen in a year from now, two years from now, even five years from now, in the rents, in the property appreciation. There's some great websites out there, Um, uh, fhfa.gov. This is the, the federal government federal housing. Um, so check that and it'll give you what current appreciation is for the home past appreciation. Uh, it'll even forecast futuristically what they expect. And I promise you, they got a lot of money into the research of this. Uh, it would be a good, um, tool for you guys to put in your arsenal. So be checking on that stuff. And and yes, you really need to account for not today. Great today. Yes. Of course you got to look at it today, but um, it's very short-sighted to only make a decision on that investment based on today's numbers and not
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if the deal makes sense today, if the deal cash flows, even if it just cash flows a little bit, in the future, you're going to be doing that much better. Let me ask you another question here. Now, a lot of people think that prices are probably going to come down. Do you think that... Investors should wait for prices to come down before they buy something.
3: Um, I think that the answer is going to be fairly market specific. Every market's going to be a little bit different, but no, I don't think that that's necessarily the right move to to hold your your capital for the the perfect time. If the property numbers make sense today, then it makes sense today. Right, that if you can get a property under contract for one hundred and fifty thousand today, and let's say in six months you could get it for one forty, $140, one forty-five, the actual payment difference for you, which is really what you're focused on, is negligible. It's you know ten thousand nice. dollars on a purchase price, as that translates into the the principal and interest is probably I don't know six or seven bucks a month. So my answer is no.
1: Right. Yeah. And also like if you're waiting for prices to come down $10,000, $15,000, you can just negotiate a little bit harder and get that
3: discount today. Absolutely. I think that that's, that's where we're at. Yes. And yeah. and we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah.
1: Now I, I always think in, in times like this, there's always opportunity. I mean, if you think back to 2009, it, it's, it was a scary time to buy real estate back then, but looking back today, that was a great time to buy real estate. And even in the early stages of the pandemic, March of 2020, when everything kind of shut down, it was scary and you know, no one quite knew what was going to happen. But looking back on that today, people that capitalized and bought at that moment bought at a great time. The properties have appreciated a lot and the rents have gone up a lot. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but do you think that it's possible that people may be looking back today in this environment of interest rates going up and think wow like that was a great time to buy
3: real estate as an investment is is tremendously cyclical we are right at that space now that the sellers market that we've come off of which was very very competitive one of the the harshest sellers markets i've ever seen we're now at that buyer's market you just mentioned, we're able to to have that negotiation power, right? Mm-hmm. We can pay a little bit less. We don't have 50 other people making those bids on the properties all at once and driving those values out. We can get the seller to pay some of our closing costs. So, yes, I think that this will be – and those of us that have been around that have, have survived a few of these, um, you kind of start to see the writing on the wall. You can see the signs. Yes, I think this will be one of those opportunities that now is another peak of of uh, taking advantage of real estate
1: now the financing is so important to when you're you're buying a deal and and to make the numbers work and you've got a couple of different loan programs where if if your deal is is tight and maybe it doesn't work with a 30-year fixed you have a couple of different options to make things work can you tell us what they are
3: yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I think this is one of the cool things about Ridge is that we are not that one size fits all. Our our product line is very, very diverse. There's very little we can't do. And I think we talked about this on our last uh podcast, Dan. Um I'm I'm a fan of arms when the interest rate is at least a half, preferably a full point below the 30-year fix. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting closer. Um so and, and we have some interest-only products. Also a fan of that for reasons that I won't go back down that rabbit hole for everybody that heard our last podcast, but, um, so interest only adjustable rate mortgages can make the difference between the deal working and not working. Remember, you're probably going to be refinancing in a couple of years. So do not be afraid of that. Adjustable rate mortgage. Another one of my favorites right now that, um, is, is getting a lot of attention for more than just the reasons we're talking here is, is a product called the all in one. We've talked about it together. This is a first lien HELOC that, um, basically creates a scenario where the individual has become their own bank. You have this line of credit, it's in first lien position, that couples with a mortgage in the form of a HELOC and a checking and savings account so that their depository income is used to drive down principal balances, disallowing it to accrue accru extra interest. It's For my money, it's my favorite product available in the, in the U.S. today.
1: So it, it's really just about being smart with the financing, that there's lots of options you've said before that most people that get a thirty year fix don't end up keeping it for thirty years. So looking at other options, looking at ways that you can increase your cash flow today, that that's really something that investors should be looking at, right?
3: Keeping their options open, yeah, and if I may just say, um, uh, that's what we're good at, presenting the the different options and educating our clients from a statistical or data perspective so that they can make the informed decision, right?
1: Yeah. Well, if anybody has any follow-up questions for Chaley, if you want her to take a look at a deal that you're looking at, or if you want to talk to her about financing, you can track her down at ridgelendinggroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E lendinggroup.com. And I just want to point out before we wrap things up that Shaylee is a sponsor of the podcast, but she's not paying to be here today. We don't do sponsored content here on the podcast. So thank you so much for checking out today's bonus episode. I'll be back with a regular interview on Tuesday. My name is Dan Lane, and this has been the Rental Income Podcast. I want to talk to you about life insurance. If something were to happen to you, would your family be okay? Would they have enough income every month to pay the mortgage, to pay for childcare and other monthly expenses? If you have life insurance through your job, it may not be enough protection for your family's needs and it won't follow you if you leave your job. Since life insurance typically gets more expensive as we age, it's a great time to buy life insurance right now. And Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for your family. I got life insurance a few years ago to protect my family if something were to happen to me. And it's a really good feeling to know that if something bad happens, my family will be okay. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies like AIG and Prudential. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and they can also help you avoid unnecessary medical exams. I love that they're not incentivized to recommend one insurance company over another so you can trust their guidance. There's no added fees, and your personal information is private. It's no wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net, you deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
0: Every second counts when you're having a stroke. Any delay in care can shorten or end your life. At Cooper University Healthcare, the region's leading academic health system, we treat stroke patients right in the emergency room, which shortens the time to critical stroke care. Our new neurointerventional suite in the emergency room is the first of its kind in the nation. It's a unique approach that will save lives. Expert stroke care, quicker than ever. That's what we call brain power. Cooper. committed, compassionate, complete. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws.
2: Okay, Andy, take it easy.
0: Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Amazon Business honors Jill Lau, Chief Procurement Officer of Global Network Bank. Last week, Jill saved big and used Amazon Business to help her team buy 327 headsets. Now Bob can keep his conversations to himself.
1: Wait, am I still on speakerphone?
0: With business buying easier than before, Jill now uses her extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Thank you for
1: holding. Hang it up, Bob.